Welcome to the Mac DevOps YVR podcast. This podcast is about the Mac DevOps YVR conference in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. This year, the conference is taking place June 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2020. We'll interview guests and discuss topics around managing Macs using open source software projects inspired by DevOps. Our goal is to encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community. For more information, see our website, mdoyvr.com. This is the Mac DevOps podcast. Welcome, everyone. Uh, I, I'm Matt X, and welcome to the MDO uh, podcast. Uh, I'm joined today by uh, JD, Bruce, and Shauna. How's it going, Shauna? Oh, you know, just hanging 10 on the East Coast over here. Woohoo! <laughs> How's it going, Bruce? Doing lovely. I'm a little south of you in Seattle. Yeah. The, how's that being south in the Pacific Northwest? You know, you're south of me. Um, it'll be better when we have a hockey team. Oh, are you guys getting a hockey team? We are getting a hockey team. In are about you stealing, stealing one from one of us or uh, from one of our Canadians? Or? No, we have not determined the name. Oh. How's it going, JD? You're in the south, deep south. I'm in the southeast of you is where I am, and I'm doing well. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome to our illustrated map of uh, the MDO podcast. We have... Uh, everyone in the South and the East. So today we have a special guest, Bruce, Bruce Robinson. How's it going, Bruce? I am doing great and I'm really happy to be here with you virtually. Well, I mean, we had this idea to start interviewing everybody that uh, is speaking at the conference and also past speakers, uh, try to go over some of the topics. Um, we were really, uh, really excited to receive uh, your speaker submission and we're excited to receive all the speaker submissions, and we were just overwhelmed with so many awesome submissions. But yours, yours uh, was very interesting and very awesome by itself because you said, "Well, I don't know if I want to uh, paraphrase it. Do you want to tell us what you sent in?" Like, it was basically your in, your story of being inspired is what I was. Uh, I was very touched by it. Uh, you went to Mac DevOps, and you came away with so many awesome ideas, and went straight to work, and just started getting getting going. I thought that was a good, good story there. It was very inspirational. <clears throat> and I think it had a bit of big effect on my career. I kind of had like a coming to moment uh, uh, during the hackathon, just based off the table I was sitting at. And that table had some prominent members in our community that give a lot back. And I was just sitting there thinking, I don't give anything to this community but I definitely go to all these people's GitHubs and take their stuff and implement it at my work. So what am I doing to give back? That's not like very um, open source of me. So sitting there, it was a lot of, just a lot of feelings, wanting to help, um, imposter syndrome, like just like not feeling great about your career. So being around all those uh, really uh, intelligent people who give so much to us, I just wanted to contribute. And at first, before you got to Mac DevOps, what did you think you were going to find at this weird new conference? I don't know. I've so in our community, I'd always heard about the one at uh, Penn State, um, JNUC. Um, I've heard about all those bigger ones, but everyone in the, the Seattle community has always recommended yours uh, because it seemed to be a little more um, vendor agnostic, which is a big thing for me. And uh, the presentations used to, uh, I was told, get a little uh, 
deeper into the technology, which is what I was looking for. I don't want to be sold something. I want to learn how to make our field better. Yeah, I mean, the Mac DevOps sounds a bit maybe like you were saying, shooting for the moon or highfalutin or too technical or too high. You know, um, the idea was kind of to try and get people that are working on open source or working on projects together to, to share what they're working on and to hopefully inspire other people and to help us all learn. Um, I certainly set up the conference so I could learn more stuff from everybody and uh, um, super awesome that you came and uh, you were inspired by it. Uh, what happened when you got back to work? So it's, it's bigger than just Mac management or whatever um, the term is for our field. Uh, my goal since coming back from your uh, uh, conference is trying to get my entire engineering team to buy into infrastructure as code uh, methodologies or DevOps methodologies or whatever the term is these days. Um, it's been a struggle and, but it's been fun and it's been a great learning experience. Um, so you've been trying to get different teams to work together or you, what's it's everyone, every, like the way our field is moving towards more development and, uh, less, um, button pushing, I guess, like teaching our SCCM guy, there's more to life than just clicking next in a windows window. Um, teaching our, our very old school Linux guys, Git is an okay tool. It's not some fancy, shiny thing to be scared of. Um, uh, teaching everyone like uh, pipelines, using GitLab to automate our uh, deployments. We, not everything just has to be a cron job, stuff like that. Awesome. And so you've been trying to go on this journey to try and reinvent how you do things at work inspired by what you've seen um, in the, in the community. And I know that you've also been trying to go on this journey of discovery of trying to explain uh, what you're doing to other people, like by going to the, your, the Seattle Mac admins and trying to, you know, you're testing out, you're teaching people by giving a little segment of your talk and you're, you know, you're workshopping what you're doing because doing one thing and teaching other people or trying to tell your story, that's, that takes effort. So you've been putting a lot of effort into both changing what you're doing and then trying to show people what you're doing. And how's that going? It, it can be uncomfortable. Um, showing, um, how do I explain this? Automating. So one of the presentations I really liked was, um, I saw a Terraform presentation and I, automated our uh, Windows deployments with Terraform. And that's not my niche where I work. It's somebody else's. So showing a group of people, hey, let's do this a new way, not the way you've been doing it for 10 years. It, it does cause friction. Um, so when you demo it, there is, there is some tension for sure. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, 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 it's not easy when you have a lot of different IT groups that are siloed, they have their own domain, you know, you might have a storage team or a Windows team or multiple Windows teams or multiple, you know, a networking team, multiple different teams that do different things depending on the size of the company. Um, but I was thinking, how was your experience with your local, uh, I mean, our conference is, is not there to replace other conferences. You, you know, there's local meetups, you go to your the Seattle Mac admins, and you've been hanging out with them and talking to them and have you presented your ideas there? And I have. I've. I tend to present smaller ideas there just to kind of get a read on the room. Um, also to practice for one day speaking at a conference, which 
I finally get to do in June. Um, it's well received. Everyone, uh, the Seattle meetup in particular is very communal, very giving back. Um, there's a lot of big companies in our neighborhood and uh, everyone's always willing to contribute and make what you're doing better, regardless of where you work. Awesome. So what's you? your background? Like, how did you get into IT? Um, what kind of sparked your interest? So my earliest memory of doing something IT-like is doing port forwarding on a router to make my video gaming experience better. (laughs) (laughs) And then I used that antidote to get my first job, which was at Geek Squad. And then at Geek Squad, I noticed none of the what do we call ourselves? Oh yeah, agents. Agents. No one knew. <laughs> uh, no one. Everyone was always scared to troubleshoot the Macs, so I just started doing that, and that's how I got in the Macs. And then from there, I got my career first career job at a marketing agency, and from there, I did all the very old school like imaging with a flash drive or uh, good stuff. The network, yeah. Wait, wait, this <laughs> is old school. Uh, <laughs> dead. I keep and then uh, from there, I, I joined where I'm currently at, uh, Fred Hutch Cancer Research, and they had Jamf, and I eventually became a Jamf administrator. And then from there, that's where I, uh, I found out about uh, the Vancouver conference, Mac DevOps. And from there, uh, I had my uh, life-changing experience, and now I build uh, a bunch of uh, tools to make Jamf better because there are, I'm not going to bag on it too much, but there's some stuff that could be changed about it. So I build tools to help automate Jamf processes. Like all RMM platforms, it's basically a, a slab of cement and a stack of plywood and, and lumber and nails, and you get to to build whatever you want with it. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's not different, but it is different, right? Sure. We need to ring a bell whenever we have a three-letter acronym, you know, RMM, remote uh, right. management module, remote, Mo- remote <laughs> monitoring and management. Monitoring and management. <laughs> I think Bruce dropped SCCM. Oh. We should probably Ooh. define that for people as well. Is that system center, 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 you know? <laughs> Slow-moving service. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because we're so in there's so many different domains. And sometimes when I'm following people on Twitter, I've been try- trying to like slowly grow my reach of who I'm following on Twitter. Uh, you know, I'm trying to follow like, you know, like women scientists or people in security or and sometimes people will throw out like an acronym and they perfectly understand what the acronym means. But, you know, sometimes I feel stupid. I'm like, sorry, I don't understand. What does this acronym mean? Just please. You know, I don't you know, I don't want to sound stupid or be lazy. I just want to understand the conversation. And you know, it seemed like, uh, I don't know if I learned it in grammar school or in university, but sometimes like if you define a special, if you have a special word, you should define it first, then you can use that word, you know, and sometimes we forget I'm, that when we're talking back and forth in different communities. I'm feeling that, that a lot with like agile methodologies, right? People that know agile and scrum, they speak a whole different language. It's like, it's like not even English anymore. Sometimes I'm like, what did you just say? Um, so I'm still learning a lot from like agile and scrum methodologies. Um, but I feel that way a lot when I'm, you know, in the room full of people who, who really are invested in, in, in that kind of um, that style. And, and I'm kind of, you know, just learning more and more about the different acronyms and, and different things that it all means. So 
Maybe I feel you. you. Can, maybe <laughs> you can teach us, Shauna. can do a, a master class. There should be a dictionary. There should be a scrum <laughs> dictionary and like it should just be like available for like meetings. <laughs> so whenever so you're the, the TLA dictionary. Yeah. The three-letter acronym dictionary. Yeah. It could be a tech dictionary, so that way it's like everything. <laughs> I think that's called Google, isn't it? Yeah, that but is. But then Google will give you multiple results for your search and multiple like internet, you know, acronym sites, and then you have to sort through all these different ones. It's like, oh, TLD, that could be top level domain, or it could be uh, too little, uh, you know, I don't know, this too, too little dinero, too little dinero. Yeah, <laughs> you've got acronyms in agriculture, every aspect of science. You know, there's so many acronyms, but. Um, oh you must be swimming in acronyms because you've gone back to school recently, Shauna. I have. I am in school getting my master's in information assurance. Um, and it's a good time. I'm taking my entry level. I just started. So I'm taking a, a lot of entry level classes now. Um, but it's great. It's great. And it's a lot. And and both of those things. So <laughs> I wish I could give it like, you know, like one of those sandwich type. You know how you give feedback. Oh, yes. It's like good yes. thing. Good, bad, bad good, thing. Yeah. Good. Um, I don't. I don't really have a whole lot to say other than like, wow, I'm busy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been great. I've been really expanding my knowledge and, um, you know, getting to a place where I feel like I'm more able to contribute. Like I can definitely understand where where Bruce was coming from when he was saying like, imposter syndrome is real. You know. Mm-hmm. especially when like you're in a room full of like really brilliant minds. Um, it's a lot to take in at certain points and, and, and we're all just trying to get to the, to the level where we're more confident in ourselves. Um, so that's, that's where I'm at. So I definitely understand where you're at, Bruce. Like I get that. Like it's, it's a lot to process, especially like, you know, earlier in your career. So I feel you, man. But yeah, the school thing is like a lot. Like the Java homework is like driving me up a wall. Um, it's getting better though as the semester continues. <laughs> the object-oriented programming is not so bad. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it, it, it yeah. might be hard to learn because it seems like we're in when you're in the tech world, you're always learning, but you're learning maybe more for practical reasons. Like I need to figure out this thing that they just put in front of me, and somebody said it was called Jam for SCCM, or I have to figure out DNS, or uh, I have to figure out uh, I don't know some script or an automation or you know, you're, you're standing behind someone Googling the problem and trying to figure something out, you know, you're shifting so quickly and school seems to be a lot of abstract here. So you have to really push yourself. A lot of things I'm building, I would not build those things like in day-to-day life. Like the other day I had to build a, uh, like an application that like you plug in your numbers, like how much school costs, how much you can save per year, like all these different questions, right? Like I was like, I would, there would never be a situation where I would just be motivated to build something like this. <laughs> Not even like in my professional life. Like, I can't even think. I mean, you know, someone might be, but yeah. not for me. You know, I got, I got started programming just doing like very simple shell scripting. And it's not been so complicated, but Java is a whole nother, a whole yeah. nother situation. Oh. <laughs> Despite what they say about all the real programming languages, your shell scripting will survive for a long time, I think. Uh, I was in visual effects and uh, building pipeline tools, but uh, you know, you'd have real programmers sitting there building the huge tools and working on them. And then I would be like, okay, I need to solve this problem today. I have to write a shell script that like grabs all this stuff, 
you know, pumps out different things and then grabs it and, you know, and throws it at the render farm or you basically have to do something very quickly. And I, I had a task once and uh, this guy was learning Python. He's like, oh, let's write it in Python. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a really good idea, but we need to do it right now. So I wrote this really awful shell script and got it done. And I was like, how's the Python? He's like, oh, I am working on it. Like, <laughs> you know, and I think eventually the Python, you know, script is way better. But yeah, sometimes when you have to hack things and I guess if you're left with a uh, short-term uh, solution, sometimes you might have a lot of glue code and a lot of like little tiny little fixes. Exactly. Uh, that's that's probably Bruce's world, right? A bunch of uh, glue code and script. What what I'm are sure what are you scripting in that? <laughs> uh, that is very much my world as a generalist. Um, <clears throat> I'm doing a lot of shell scripting, um, but uh, over the past year, I've been trying to get better at Python and I feel like I'm finally know enough Python to know that I'm bad at Python, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I, so, I so now that Apple's getting rid of it out of the operating system, you're, you're starting to get good at it, right? Well, I really, <laughs> it's funny. I, I went to a Mac conference, but my, one of my takeaway is I feel like we should be getting a little more agnostic on how we approach technology. You shouldn't be a Linux guy, a Mac guy, or a Windows guy. I feel like we should be building tools that work for all of them. Yay. Guys yeah. and girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. I mean, it's true. It, 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 we're seeing this, you know, across all platforms, the, the ability to script and, and these languages kind of melding together and being at this higher level, right? So uh, concepts that you're taking, you know, from the Mac platform, you can apply to Linux and you can apply to, to Windows. I mean, Microsoft's including basically Linux inside of Windows 10 now. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're, we're definitely seeing kind of this merging uh, of, of these different environments and, and moving to an even higher level uh, of, uh, of scripting and automation uh, in these environments. So, you heard uh, it here, here folks. Uh, you heard it here first. We're moving to a higher level. <laughs> to a higher level. So Bruce, what what else uh, what else is going on in your day? Is it are you spending all of your time in in Jamf and just patching stuff together in scripts and trying not to pull your hair out? Or it uh, it's everything. I'm a generalist through and through. It's it's Jamf. It's um, a lot of Linux server management. Um, that um, I would say that's most of it. I am like I am the operational first line of my engineering team. So I see everything. I unfortunately have to deal with a lot of active, active directory. Uh, Same. How big is your team? My team is six people and there are, we work at a place of 3000 employees. That's a decent ratio. You know, one, one to 500, right? Sure. <laughs> the odds are in your favor. Totally reasonable. Oh yeah. <clears throat> So you're not doing DevOps all the time. What what else do you do outside of, of DevOps? What do you what do you do I for do, fun? Well, I do DevOps outside of work because that's when I have time to work on it. But mm -hmm. uh, outside of there, I really like to play hockey. Um, I like to uh, network with my peers in the city at our Seattle meetup. I think both of you guys have been there at some point. Um, at least one, maybe two. Yeah, very, very a couple cool. of the Seattle Mac admins. So yeah. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, Chris, man. Chris Daw. Chris is okay. Yeah, super organized. 
Chris is okay. <clears throat> what do you guys do for fun outside of this? I, I ride my bike back and forth in the freezing cold right now because <laughs> I'm insane. It was 28 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, and I don't. I, it's like minus what three degrees uh, Celsius. I don't know my conversion anymore. Um, but if I'm lucky, it'll it'll be warmer when I ride home later this evening wow i used to ride my bike a lot but i got hit by a car a few months ago so i've been uh, so trying sad. to stay alive <laughs> oh my uh but I, I like to wake up super early and go swimming it's just like i find it just a great way to start the day and uh everyone else in the world is asleep and can get some laps in you know and exercise do you have like that voracious hunger after I heard that if you spend a lot of time swimming and in the water, you're like really hungry. This is like something I read off Google. <laughs> I definitely, I go so early that, you know, my body's not hungry yet. It's, I usually get up at five 30 uh, and go swimming. And this, this is so Matt can afford to eat Cartum's donuts. <laughs> yeah. You have to get a lot of laps in for some donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I try and stay away from the vegan donuts, you know, but uh, sometimes we have unfortunate collisions with the yummy. <laughs> I spend a lot of time with my animals. I have a cat and a dog. Um, they're awesome. I love them both. And yeah. Which one and do you Java. like more? <laughs> my cat. Oh my God. I love Treacherous. He's the best animal ever. He's like this little black cat. He looks like a uh, Salem from Sabrina. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to compare cat photos because we just got a cat and uh, really? we adopted him from a person that had to give him up and his name was Getty Lee. He was named after the singer from Rush. But <laughs> <laughs> spectacular. But he's Amazing. a pretty awesome cat. And the kids, the, I have a couple other animals, the kids, and the kids say that they have two periods in their lives. There was the unhappy time before the cat and now that they're, we have a cat, they're very happy. So totally <laughs> nothing to do with post cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You do everything for them, but they don't care. No. Oh, we got a cat. Yay. <laughs> No, Happy the cat's the same way. <laughs> You're like, I put food, I put, wake up in the morning, you wake me up every morning, I put food on the table, and you just want more. He's always like, meow, meow. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, very, a... he's very, like, vocal. But I think that's what I like about him. He, he, I know when something's wrong. I think there was I a know when something's right. Twitter, they were saying how, you know, the, the state of cat is always hungry, always staring at you, wanting more food. <laughs> exactly if they're not sleeping all curled up in a cute ball or something yeah he's very good at communicating himself which is remarkable uh -huh. i, I coexist with well. a cat and you, you coexist far too nice to these animals it's <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't like it and woke up at five o'clock in the morning but maybe <laughs> yeah i'm the one who wakes up earliest and wakes up the cat and then the cat's like hey someone's awake maybe someone will feed me and then i leave and then the cat's like going to all the sleeping people going hey wake up <laughs> i literally keep the bag of cat food like next to the bed i'm always the first person to wake up too so i when i wake up i grab a, just a handful right and just put it in the bowl enough to satiate him so he doesn't like alarm everyone else <laughs> it's like emergency cat food you're grabbing by the handful literally an emergency cat food Gosh. <laughs> How do we automate ourselves out of this with scripting? <laughs> let's move to a higher level. Yeah, let's do that, actually. <laughs> I'm going to write a Java program that like feeds my cat. 
<laughs> on the next podcast, we will talk about animals, our spirit friends. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks, uh, Bruce, for coming to chat with us. We don't want to chat for two hours. I mean, we do, but we don't want to keep you for too long. So thanks a lot. Um, uh, anything else? Last comments? I'm really excited to speak this June. It's been on my bucket list to speak at a conference. I'm super excited and thank you so much for letting me do it. No, it's, it's awesome to give people the chance to talk. That's one of the, the cool ideas of this conference is to give everybody a chance to, uh, to be a rock star. And, you know, we need a chance to stand up there and share our ideas. So I'm super excited you're going to be there in June. I'm super excited to see everybody and I can't wait. Oh, quick question. Are there um, restrictions on what you can put in a slide? Um, How spot. crazy are you trying to get here, Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had entire presentations in Japanese. So. Yeah, the Alistair, the famous <laughs> spirit animal, speaking of uh, Miyazaki, and uh, you know, uh, he uh, taught uh, uh, us about OS query, but it was half a talk about how to learn how to. Le we were learning Japanese words, which seemed entirely crazy, but it was entirely awesome as well because I think a lot of people were were uh, had our brains exploding from all the high level talks. So a, a talk about Japanese learning different words. Uh, in retrospect, it was a brilliant move from Malister. Well played, well played. But I think um, just to answer that question seriously about talks, I think we just have to be careful to not, uh, you know, have any off color uh, jokes. I mean, I, I do tell all the speakers the to be mindful about what you put in. I mean, some people like to have jokes and you just gotta be careful. I Some of the memes out there, uh, you know. No memes. Maybe, maybe not appropriate for uh, talks. And so, uh, you know, if, there's any, if, if in doubt, just ask me. I just, we wanna keep things tasteful. I think being funny is really awesome, but we do have to keep in mind that uh, we are a diverse community and we don't want, want to to show everyone <laughs> some silly, silly off-color jokes sometimes that, you know, I don't know. Is that my dad hat coming around now, son? You know, like, <laughs> I, I like to just use uh, memes and quotes from Princess Bride or Airplane, which are <laughs> Airplane might Bride. be uh, Airplane, the Airplane's pushing uh, it, but yeah. Airplane. <laughs> <is> totally safe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, Airplane definitely not. No, uh, but yeah, Princess Bride is a hundred percent approved. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, just if you if you get out of line, we'll just light a spear on fire and just chuck it on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's work appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Work, work appropriate yeah. is good. Yeah. Safe for work is good. Uh, you know, we want to keep things, uh, you know, family friendly, clean. And, uh, but uh, we, we do like to laugh, of course. Uh, but if you make the jokes about yourself, it's even better. Yeah. yeah that's probably <laughs> one of the cool yeah. things about this conference is we're, we're open and accepting. I mean, the, and, uh, and diverse. So you have to keep that in mind. We don't want to, we don't want to offend uh, where possible. We want to, to incorporate everybody. Yeah. I think uh, having a strong code of conduct, you know, really helps and uh, don't say anything bad about other people. It's always makes you look good when you don't say anything bad about other people. So <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that rule. And uh, uh, yeah, and I'm looking forward to having you talk because um, I, I love a, I love an origin story and, uh, and you have a good story. So um We'll see you in June, if not before, at the Seattle Macadmins. Uh, I'll have to make it down there. Yeah, definitely. I just want to thank you, Bruce, for, for taking the time out of your day to, to come join us and, and chat about uh, you and get some background uh, on, on you before uh, we, we see you here in June. Um, and this is a great opportunity for, for folks to get to know some of the folks that are speaking uh, at the conference and 
um, you know, get to know you a little bit more instead of just focus on your presentation. Sometimes we, we uh, forget that these are real human beings. They're not all, we're, we're all superheroes, but, but we're not superhuman. Uh, when we get up on that stage and and dare to stand in front of a bunch of people and awesome, thank you, Bruce. Thank you, JD. Bye, I Bruce. couldn't do it without you. And thank you, Shauna. You you are awesome. I always bring the party. You bring the party, yeah. <laughs> and the bag of cat food, of course, because I I wouldn't be able to live without it. My cat would probably eat me. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, signing off. See you guys next week. Bye. Later. Bye. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I want to thank our amazing sponsors for MacDevOps YVR 2020. Uh, we couldn't do it without your help and support. Our platinum sponsor, Mac Stadium, thank you so much. You helped us last year. You're helping us this year. You're just amazing people to work with. Our gold sponsor, Sauce Labs from Vancouver, uh, thank you so much. Uh, your support means a lot to us. And uh, Simple MDM, our silver sponsor this year. Every year you've been sponsoring us. Uh, thank you so much. Huge shout out to all three. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today for the Mac DevOps Podcast. Thank you to our guests and co-hosts. Mac DevOps Podcast is a brainchild of Matt X and Chris Johnson. Today's episode was edited by J.D. Strong. Please like and share this podcast on your favorite podcast service. This isn't Twitter. This is the uh, safe place.